Hi guys, and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and today I am going to do a solo podcast. And this podcast is going to be all about how to set yourself up for success in the new year, in 2021. And this will obviously mostly be related to training, nutrition, performance, body composition-related goals, health-related goals, but it can also be applied to other areas of your life, such as business, such as progressing with your, your friendships, your relationships, your social life. It isn't purely, it is going to be in, um, in the context of training, nutrition, body composition, performance, health, but it can be applied to other aspects of life. So it's definitely worth listening to, even if you don't have um, goals related to training, nutrition, health, etc. So, and some of this is just going to be my own personal opinion. So you do not have to take it as gospel. You do not have to take it. It's definitely not factual, but it's what I think would be helpful for you guys to implement and what I find helpful for um, myself to implement when I am setting myself up with new goals um, and when I'm sort of reflecting on what maybe could have gone better in the past. And that leads on nicely to my first point, I think, going into, it doesn't have to be a new year. And um, I know a lot of people will sort of bash people who set New Year's goals, but there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I think a lot of people find it really useful to see the new year as a fresh start, especially after the 2020 we have had. So please don't feel any sort of negative emotion around setting yourself goals going into the new year there's no harm in doing so and if you want to do that you do it but this podcast could also be applied to other times whenever you want to set yourself up with fresh goals it can be useful to go through this process which I'm about to talk through and go through some of these points so it doesn't just apply to the new year um, but I thought it would be an appropriate time to do this podcast and talk about reflection and talk about goal setting um, and setting yourself up for success with whatever goals you may have so the first thing I would do is reflect on the previous year or reflect on your process when it has come to achieving previous goals that you have just set for yourself and ask yourself what went well like what are you proud of yourself for what goals did you achieve what actions did you execute really well um, and give yourself praise for those things that did go well and then ask yourself what didn't go so well and why could you have done anything better could you have handled any situations better could you have taken more positives or taken more lessons from certain situations rather than dwelling in negative emotions around those certain situations? So reflection is, is so huge. Like it will, it's a massive chance and opportunity to learn from what has happened in your life. So reflection is something that I encourage to all of my clients and it's something that I do myself. I actually have a passion planner, which is my diary. And at the end of each month, you go through a reflection. And I find that incredibly helpful myself. The passion planner is my diary. For anyone watching the, um, the video, you can see it here. 
and that is from America, but it's like the best planner slash diary I have ever had. And it's, I would highly recommend it. Like I said, it goes through a reflection at the end of each month. You set your goals at the start of the year. It's just amazing. So I would highly recommend that. And like I said, reflection is a massive game changer for me personally. And it's something that I recommend a lot of people do so that you can actually learn from what you've been through and you can grow from it as opposed to just going through those those life experiences and those processes without taking the lessons that there are to be learned from those those situations and i'm one of those people who likes to believe that everything happens for a reason and i like to believe that there is a lesson or something to be learned from everything we go through in life so reflection is a massive part of actually recognizing the lessons that there are to be learned and implementing those things that you have learned going through the rest of your life so that you can really make the most of every opportunity and every everything you're presented with um so yeah reflection is the first thing i would do when you're setting your your new goals going forwards so that you can implement the lessons that you have learned and you can make sure that your goals are appropriate for you at this moment in time um, and another thing i think it's really important to do like going into a new year or going into a new phase where you're setting new goals for yourself is identify who you are grateful for in your life and which people have had a positive impact in your life over the phase that you've just been through the last year whatever that may be because who you're who you surround yourself with will have it can have such a positive impact or such a negative impact on your ability to achieve your goals if you surround yourself with people who have similar goals and values to you who some of they may not all have to have similar goals and values to you but some of those people will help propel you forwards and it's really important that the people who you surround yourself with, even if they don't have similar goals and values to yourself, it's important that they are supportive of your goals and values. You may not have all of the same interests and that is absolutely okay. But what is important is that you guys support each other and the people who really care about you, that really love you and value you and care about your happiness, they will be supportive of your goals and values and that will have such a positive impact on your quality of life. So it's definitely worth assessing the people that you surround yourself with, assessing your friendships, assessing your relationships. And if they aren't positively contributing to your life, then maybe ask yourself why you are surrounding yourself with those people. And like I said, you don't have to, you know, all of your friends don't have to be bodybuilders if you compete, for example, but your friends should be supportive of your goals and help you get there. And they should positively contribute to your life in some way, even if they don't have those same goals. Let me know if that makes sense. And this will have an influence on your ability to achieve your goals and it will have an influence on how enjoyable the journey of actually getting there is. So that's one of the reasons it's so important to assess your friendships and relationships and assess the people that you surround yourself with when you're going on to, to set your, your new goals. Now, the next thing I would do is identify what you actually value 
in your life right now and set your goals in line with those values. I think a lot of people just go through life and they don't necessarily, they don't really know what they truly value. And this could be things like, you know, body composition, it could be your health, it could be your social life, um, it could be having a, a really good family, having a really good relationship. There are so many different values which people could have. It could be money. Um, you know, everybody is different and you may go through certain phases of your life where you have different values and your values change and then your goals change in relation to those values. And the reason I bring up values is because it's really important to set your goals in line with your values. For example, if you value health and your social life at this moment in time, it's probably not the best phase of your life to set yourself a goal such as stepping on stage, which is an extreme. It's going to require pushing yourself to, to the extreme end of the spectrum and you're going to have to sacrifice social time and your health to get to that goal. So it's no longer in line with your values. And the problem occurs if people set themselves goals, which they don't really align with, which aren't really um, appropriate for what they value in their life right now, they will have a really freaking hard time getting to that goal and achieving that goal to the best of their ability. So you're going to have much more success in achieving your personal goals and you're going to find that process so much more rewarding if you set your goals in line with your values. And like I said, your values may change. For example, myself, like when I was competing, I, I valued my body composition and I valued my competitive success. But I'm no longer competing anymore. My values have changed. I now value my health. I value my cognitive ability. I value my work performance and my, my social life and having a little bit more balance in my life. So right now, based on those values, it would not be appropriate for me to set myself the goal of stepping on stage again right now because it's not in line with my values and I would therefore not enjoy the process as much. I'd have a really hard time getting there to the end goal and I probably wouldn't produce the best end product because of it not being in line with my values and because of the fact that I would almost be fighting that I would be fighting a sort of resistance throughout the process because deep down it wouldn't be in line with what I really care about right now. So that's an example of how my, my values have changed over the past year or so and how my goals have had to change in line with those values because I now value my health much more than I value getting to the stage and yeah things have changed and that's absolutely okay it's really important to embrace change when it's what you need as opposed to fighting it so always make sure that you identify what you truly value in your life right now when you're setting your goals and then set your goals in line with those values as opposed to having 
goals which are not in line with your values because if you do you'll hate the process you'll have a really freaking hard time getting there and you probably won't produce the best end product and that's never going to be something that's going to positively contribute to your life whereas if you do set goals that are in line with your values you're going to have a really fun time getting there and you're not going to have a problem following the protocols which are required to get to your end goal because your why is then really strong and you really value that end point which you are trying to get to so for example if if you're setting the goal of stepping on stage and that is in line with your your values right now you won't have a problem making the necessary sacrifices to get there because your why is really strong and um you'll enjoy the process because of that because it's in line with what you value at the time for example going back to myself as an example because i don't want to use anyone else <laughs> um as it wouldn't be fair so using myself as an example like when i have prepped in the past i have valued producing the best end product to get on stage i valued pushing my body and my mind to the absolute extreme and I have absolutely loved the process because that goal has been in line with my values at the time. And um, I, I have really listened to what I value at my, at my, in my heart at, at that moment in time. So yeah, just an example of how the process can be really enjoyable if those things do align. And of, that's just an example of why it's really important to to set your goals in line with your values rather than just you know you don't you wouldn't pursue a goal for anybody else you shouldn't do it ever for for your boyfriend for someone you're dating for your family um for to impress your friends to impress people on social media you should never set a goal purely based on those things because again it's not something that's going to be in line with your values you're trying to do something just to please somebody else and therefore you're going to put so much less effort into the process you're going to get a shittier end product you're not going to enjoy it you're wasting your life and that just emphasizes why i'm saying what i'm saying the next thing I would do is so after you've set yourself this massive long-term goal, you need to set yourself mini targets, so like mini goals along the way, which will help you sort of sustain momentum on the way to reaching your more long-term goal. So that could be little mini goals such as if you had x amount of body fat to lose you might say once you've got like a quarter of the way there you're going to celebrate in some way or another and then when you get halfway there you're going to celebrate again when you get three quarters of the way there you might reward yourself in another way um and so on and so forth as opposed to just having this massive long-term goal which is going to take ages to get to and feeling like you're never going to get there so i would always advise setting yourself mini sort of targets or mini goals along the way to your bigger more long-term goal um, and that could be process focused goals such as um i don't know say you're leading up to some form of performance based 
competition or say you're aiming to run a half a marathon you might set yourself a mini goal of being able to run a 5k in a certain time first and then you might say right i'm going to run 10k in this time and that's your second little mini goal and so on and so forth so these mini goals should always be sort of in line with your more longer term goal something which is relevant so you wouldn't say um or you know the long-term goal is to compete in a bikini competition but my short short-term goal is to run a 5k because that just wouldn't make sense those goals are not appropriate they're not in line with each other so the mini goals the mini targets along the way should always be with your long-term goal in mind um but i would always advise doing those things because it will just help you sort of recognize your progress as you go through the process it will help you give yourself credit for what you're what you're achieving it will help you acknowledge what you're achieving and um not feel overwhelmed by how far away that long-term goal is if that makes sense the next thing you need to do once you've actually set the end goal and the mini goals that are in line with that end goal you need to identify what actions you need to take in order to reach your goals you need to think long-term rather than looking for quick fixes. If you wish to actually sustain the progress that you make and continue to build on that as well. An example of this is fat loss. So a fat loss client would be much better off if they wish to sustain the end product of the fat loss phase, which most people do wish to do. A lot of people, fail doing that because research shows that a lot of people end up regaining the weight that they actually lose through a fat loss phase but that's another story um, and that's part of the reason for that is because people are always looking for a quick fix and always looking with it for the for the fastest route to get to a goal without actually considering you know how are you going to sustain the progress that you make or how are you going to surpass that progress and continue to build on it? Because you don't just get to your goal and then that's it. You can stop all of the actions you've taken to get to that goal and you'll still sustain your progress. You still have to work to, to be at maintenance with whether that's a body composition related goal, whether that's a business goal, um, whether it's a financial goal in line with a business goal. You still have to put in the work to maintain the progress you make. You can't just get to that end goal and then sack it all off. So you have to think throughout the process, are the actions that I'm taking relatively sustainable? Because yes, for example, in the example of a fat loss goal, you know, you might have to eat a lot less and do a lot more to get to the fat loss target than you do to sustain that fat loss target because you have to be in a calorie deficit to succeed with fat loss. And then obviously maintenance doesn't require um, a deficit. So you can come up to maintenance, you can bring your food up and you can decrease expenditure. So to some extent, you don't have to put in the same amount of effort to, to maintain as you do to succeed with fat loss. So yes, you can sort of quote unquote take your foot off the gas a little bit but you can't completely stop your efforts you have to almost find a middle ground and you still have to put in some effort so you have to think long term when you're identifying the actions that you need to take to reach your goal 
and when you're thinking about time frames and things like that because often when people do these quick fixes they get to that end goal and they're completely burnt out so they completely stop all of the actions that they have been taking to get to that goal and they then end up back where they started or even worse which is not what you want in reality so rather than buying into these quick fixes in the new year rather than buying into juice cleanses or detoxes or uh, skinny teas or any of this you would be so much better off just addressing your lifestyle and making smaller more sustainable changes to your lifestyle which you will be able to sustain for an extended period of time and potentially for the rest of your life so focus on things like eating more fruit and veg focus on things like increasing your step target and just walking more maybe parking further away when you're going to the supermarket maybe parking further away when you're going to take your kids to school for example and make small changes such as you could swap some full fat products for lower fat products in your diet to reduce the calorie content you could go for leaner cuts of meat you could go for leaner fish as opposed to fattier cuts of meat and fattier fish which will again reduce the calorie content of your diet you could swap your classic wine or prosecco for a clear spirit with a diet mixer to again reduce the calorie content of your alcoholic beverages and all of these things will add up but they are much more sustainable changes and they will lead to you being able to actually sustain the end product and potentially being able to continue to build on that as well further down the line so when you are identifying what actions you need to take to get to your end goals think long term rather than looking for quick fixes if you actually wish to sustain the progress that you make this time because let's face it who listening to this podcast has not set a goal at some point ended up doing some kind of quick fix to try and get there got to that goal and ended up back where they started within a matter of months like a lot of people have gone through that process themselves I'm sure you guys can relate and it's not a nice feeling and it's not something that I would want for any of my clients and once you have learned how to do things more sustainably and you've educated yourself throughout the process everything just becomes so much easier and you never have to then go through that process again because if you make the fat loss progress that you want to make for example and then you learn how to maintain that fat loss pro process you don't have to go through that again because you've already sustained that fat loss progress yes you might want to set yourself new goals you might want to then go on to build muscle tissue for example you may want to surpass that fat loss goal, lose a bit more body fat, maybe a year down the line or something like that. But you don't have to go through that initial process again because you've actually learned how to maintain the progress that you have made and that will make your life so much easier. So think long term, don't think short term. And if you do have body composition related goals this year, make sure that you have process-based goals alongside that so those process-based goals could be to improve your health to eat more fruit and veg 
it could be to improve your fitness, it could be to improve your training performance, get stronger. And these process-based goals will reinforce the fact that your body composition, first of all, does not define you. And there's so much more to you and there's so much more to the process than your body composition. So it will get you to recognize that and it will reinforce that fact, which will help make sure that you never put too much emphasis on your body composition and you never look at it as something that actually defines you as a person because that can become problematic and it can result in further down the line people having issues with food for example so set yourself process-based goals alongside body composition related goals if you do have them these process-based goals can be part of those, those mini goals, those mini targets that I mentioned earlier. They can sort of intertwine into that. They can sort of be some of those mini goals, mini targets along the way. And do you know what? They will also help give you purpose and help make sure that you don't feel really lost when you reach the end goal from a body composition perspective. So if your goal was fat loss, for example, once you've reached that fat loss goal, people can often feel quite lost and like they don't have so much of a purpose anymore because they've been so hyper-focused on that body composition related goal for so long that when they reach it and when that goal is taken away, they, they don't really know what to do with themselves and they feel a little bit lost. Whereas if you've set yourself those little process-based goals along the way and you've recognized that there are many different ways in which you can progress, even taking away the, the larger body composition-related goal, you will feel much less lost when you reach that body composition goal and you will, you'll be so much more likely to enjoy the process as well. And you'll recognize that, you know, you, you are more than just your body composition. And there are many ways in which you can progress and which you should be giving yourself credit for throughout the process. It will just make the entire process so much more enjoyable and obviously beyond when you've actually reached that body composition related goal. It will make the post diet phase a lot easier, a lot more enjoyable, and it will give you a lot more purpose during that phase as well. So I would always recommend and I always with my clients set process based goals as they are um, sort of pursuing those body composition related goals if they have them and um, make sure that you identify what is appropriate for you to use as your measures of progress alongside that as well. So when you're looking at those process based goals if for example one of those is to progress with your training performance you might want to log your lifts log your training and therefore you will recognize your your progress with your training performance throughout the process by looking at that training log by looking at that measure of progress um another example of that if you were looking to improve your health throughout the process you might look at the fact you maybe have i don't know clearer skin um, you might have better health markers such as a more regular menstrual cycle. Um, you might have you might do a, a blood test and have better 
markers of health from that there are so many different ways in which you can measure your progress with the the process-based elements but make sure that the measures of progress you choose are appropriate for the ways in which you are trying to progress so you wouldn't measure for example your fat loss progress by your ability to run a 5k because those two things are not directly correlated um, if you are measuring your fat loss progress for example you might use progress pictures alongside potentially scale weight but we all know that that isn't the be all and end all um, and other aspects of of the process as well but always make sure that the measures of progress you choose and the measures of progress and the the data that you choose to track is actually appropriate for the goal that you're trying to achieve um, and going back to body composition like if your goal is hypertrophy to build muscle tissue you're not going to want to pay a massive amount of attention to your scale weight apart from looking at the fact that you want to be in a surplus or at least at maintenance between maintenance and a bit of a surplus if your goal is hypertrophy um, but you're not going to want to obsess over your scale weight because it's not massively relevant during a hypertrophy phase you're more going to want to look at measures of progress such as your training performance and um recovery and health and things like that um because they are going to be much more relevant to that goal and when your goal is hypertrophy for example you're not going to see visual changes on a weekly basis in your progress pictures like you would if your goal was fat loss so you might not want to pay quite as much of attention quite as much attention to your progress pictures and your body composition visually um, as you would if you were in a fat loss phase because fat loss progress is much quicker so just that's just an example of how your measures of progress might change slightly based on your goal and again if you've got a health-based goal you're not going to want to look at your body composition as your main measure of progress because those two things are again not directly co correlated so you might want to look at other things such as your menstrual cycle regularity your energy levels your recovery your cognitive function and those things are going to be more appropriate if you have a health-based goal as opposed to a body composition related goal so they're all really really important things to consider I would also say whatever your goal, and again, this doesn't just apply to training, nutrition, body composition, health, fitness, it could apply to business, it could apply to financial goals. Make sure you educate yourself throughout the process as to why you are doing what you're doing and make sure that you know how you are going to sustain the progress that you make or continue to build on that progress when you actually reach your end goal because you don't want to get to that end goal and feel incredibly lost and not know how to sustain your progress and if you educate yourself throughout the process as to why you're taking the actions you're taking and why you're following the protocols that you are following you're going to know what you need to do in order to sustain your progress and you're going to know why you're doing that as well so educating yourself is huge and it will also probably make the the process a little bit more engaging and enjoyable as well if you know exactly why you're doing what you're doing and you're learning throughout the process because stimulation is enjoyable from you know <laughs> brain stimulation is enjoyable and will help keep you engaged as well 
Um, another really important thing in the final point I wanted to mention in this podcast really is it, it, it can be so beneficial to have someone hold you accountable for the goals you wish to achieve, whether that's a friend, whether that's a mentor, whether that's a coach, whether it's a family member, just someone who is going to be really honest with you and who you can check in with that could be on a weekly basis it could even be less frequent than that like if it's a friend it could be on a monthly basis if you can just have a catch-up call or get together over a coffee and talk about the progress with the goals that you've set yourselves like accountability is huge if you know someone's going to be checking up on you and checking up on your progress it will help you take action and also hold yourself accountable like call yourself up on your own shit and if you need to be putting more work in make sure that you do that but again it can be really beneficial to have someone else someone external to hold you accountable rather than just holding yourself accountable as that can apply a lot more positive pressure and that person can often see things from a much better perspective than you can yourself because when you're in the moment and your emotions are involved and you're the one in the middle of the process you can sometimes lose sight of things and it helps to have that objective eye to analyze your data to give you feedback to give you actionable steps going forwards and just help you make sense and make the most of the process and be the best version of yourself at the end of it so I hope that helped guys. I just wanted to do this podcast on sort of goal setting and making the most of 2021. And I hope you benefited from it. Let me know what you think. As always, thank you so much for listening. It genuinely means the world. If you do enjoy the, the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, do take the time to like and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. It genuinely means the world. I appreciate your guys' support massively. I appreciate when you tag me in your Instagram stories. So please feel free to do that. Um, yeah, you guys are the best. Please let me know if there's anything that you want to hear about, any specific topics, content you want me to cover, any specific guests you want on the Female Fitness Podcast. I would absolutely love to hear from you. So please do not hesitate to reach out. Have a wonderful 2021, guys. Let's make it the best year yet. And I will see you in the next episode.